0: Welcome back to the Black TV Shows Podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin. And today we're talking about the Cosby Show um, season uh, five. I don't know what's going on with me. Season five, episode eight. How do you get to Carnegie Hall, which is actually a real place in New York City. And uh, the title of this episode is actually a joke, apparently. Uh, according to IMD, Um, when people, usually people say, uh, like, where, how do you, or not how, where do you get to Carnegie Hall, but not, not many people say how, so when you say how do you get to Carnegie Hall, which I know I'm probably saying it wrong, um, people would respond by saying practice. And because of this episode where, you know, Vanessa and her friends got to practice their vocals, they use this as the title of the episode. I can't remember if they mentioned it in an episode. I feel like they did, but I didn't actually catch it on this watch. But anyways, today's episode, uh, the synopsis uh, is Vanessa forms the Lipsticks uh, singing group and uh, Cliff's dad gets an envelope saying you are a winner and not the usual, you might be a winner. Um, This episode aired November 24th, 1988. And um, so we start off with, as I said, with the whole envelope thing. So basically, um, Russell is, Russell and uh, Anna are out of town on a trip. And, you know, uh, you know, my family does this where, you know, if someone's not home for a long period of time, you usually get their mail and then give it to them when they come back. And so that's what Cliff did. Uh, Theo was able to get uh, his mail, uh, Russell's mail. And one of the the mail, the one of the envelopes that he got was a sweepstakes. And I, I understand to this day, we still get those. And sh- I just end up th- throwing in the recycling. But this envelope in particular is different than usual apparently. instead of it saying you might be a winner, which is the most envelopes are. For Russell, it's you could tell it's you are a winner. And so they were like, we should open the envelope. And you know Claire comes down at this point and you know as a lawyer, she will check you. And so she uh, says, no, we're not opening a Russell's mail like you don't let Theo open your mail when she's uh, talking to Cliff. And so, like, they were saying, like, but what if the prize, he loses the prize by the time he actually reads it? And uh, Claire was like, no, it's it's illegal. It, and it, she said it's actually petty theft, which is weird. Like, I, <laughs> so you could, like, literally do time for ta- uh, opening someone's mail. That's a crazy law. But it makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, I'm very particular. You know, I've learned, like, Never open like my parents' mail or any other mail, because um, I don't want to end up in jail for by accidentally opening someone else's mail. And if we see someone's mail that has their name and we don't know who they are, we send it back. So, I I and I feel like I learned that from this sh- episode, being like I will never open anyone else's mail because of what Claire says that you could do time for it. And so she's gonna put it the side uh, to the side until Russell comes back. And so um, Vanessa, Kara, and Janet come from the mall, and they shot a video. Um, they, they the, the 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 place that they went to um, had a they had a recording camera, and they had the display like the background, and they just had to sing a song. So the first time I listened to the locomotion was from this episode. I didn't know <laughs> that this is a real song, sung by a real person uh, that is not on the show. Because um, I remember, um, I don't know when I saw this, but um, for Grey's Anatomy, you know, Debbie Allen, um, you know, she works on it, and so I guess her and a few of the cast or the crew. They actually danced to the locomotion and I think the Hillman Files uh, compared it to um, this episode, but I, I had to dig into it more deeply and I'm like, like, is this a real, real song or is this really from The Cosby Show? And it's actually a real song by a woman named Kylie Minaga. I don't know if I said that last name wrong or right, so I apologize. And this song came out in 1987. Wait, when did this episode air? Uh, 1988. So literally a year later, um, this episode. So this must have been really a popular song um, during the time that they recorded this episode. And um, it was actually her debut single. Um, so I don't know if she's a one-hit wonder, but... Uh, yeah, this is her song, and currently on YouTube, it says that she has 19 million uh, views, and this, uh, it was published on December 2nd, 2016, on YouTube, so it, it's a popular song. Um, I will, uh, I, <laughs> if I have time, I will put it at the end of this episode, and so it's, it's cool to see this, but the only thing I want to say about this, okay, because um, I know this is a, Uh, audio podcast so uh, I suggest you actually watch the video but to describe the video by the way this Kylie girl of course is white (laughs) she's not black so they did pick a white song um and then also the video that she has is actually similar to the video you see on the cosby show they really did the same moves as kylie they had the same backdrop kinda so it's it's really like a copy of this song um of course there was parts of this music video that was way different from the show but uh yeah that's that's what i gotta say about um the locomotion and so the, we get to see the video and their vocals are not as great as we would hope to hear. So um, Cliff and Claire suggest that they, they should get some singing lessons and, uh, you know, work on those vocals. And so they were like, OK, fine, we'll, we'll go. Uh, we'll listen to the we'll, we'll get uh, singing lessons. And so they get to meet the uh miss woods or amanda woods and uh she is you know of course a singer and it seems like she is getting ready for a show because at the end of this episode we actually see her perform in the same venue and so she's gonna give them voice lessons and the you know they they thought going in is that she's gonna make sure that the song sounds good instead she put them through vocal exercises which is not what they were hoping for you know me 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 bbb bee, 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 like all that stuff um and so they're just like when do we actually get to sing they're just like not happy um with the whole situation so we cut to being at the house where rudy is um singing a song from her discman, i think that's what you call it discman. um yeah i'm not really f- i'm not from the 80s generation but uh she's listening to a song and it sh- she sings it out loud so she's like do it to me or no not <laughs> sorry uh d- do it to me all night long or like there's a it somewhere um so you know she's implying you know <laughs> <laughs> So uh, adults things, adults uh, activities, Uh, but she doesn't know um, what it really means, except that she thinks it means kissing um, and holding hands and all that stuff. And I'll be honest, guys, and I mentioned this already on the podcast, I listened to 50 Cent and... (laughs) You know the candy shop, amusement park. I really thought, like you know, as I said, candy shop. I really thought we're going to the candy shop, you know, and the music park. I thought we're really going to a music park. I didn't really realize that some of the lyrics were a little dirty. Uh, You know, I feel like the the two thousands were like it was it was code things, and I feel like before the two thousands, it was still more coding. It was like extra coding. So um like if i listen to you know a marvin gaye song um or a michael jackson song or i I'm, i know i'm using different people here or al green um i it's less obvious it, like it probably took me more into my adulthood to actually understand what they were talking about or teddy pendergrass like it took me a while to actually understand i'm like Oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. Um, but uh, like, as I said, 50 Cent, 50 Cent kind of like said it without saying it. And as a child, I didn't understand what he was saying. I really thought we're going to the candy shop. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so at this point, Rudy just doesn't understand what the lyrics are or what it really means, um, which is good, you know, because I was that naive at her age and you know cliff wanted to check to see like does she know really what she means and she didn't really understand what she was saying and so he like said oh you know it means doing my homework so then she ends up saying doing my homework or something like that so <laughs> it's just it was just funny so um cliff is now uh, making some tea for himself and theo comes in and decides to give the the the, the letter that has the sleep to cliff to accidentally damage it with the kettle, and of course Claire is always there to stop it from happening. Ends up taking the letter and putting it in the other room and putting it in the bookshelf. But then the thing is, Cliff was watching, and so he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna get a book." And like, he puts his eyes closed and grabs it. And she's like, "You you're a spy on me, okay?" And so we cut to now. The Vanessa, Janet, and Kara, they come home with new outfits, and they were like, we don't want to do any singing lessons. You know, technically nowadays, they have engineers to to, to fix all the, the issues with the vocals, so they're just going to do that because there's a group that has done that. Um mm-hmm. Let's be honest, so that happens nowadays. It's, it's so much more common now compared to back in the day. I think in the 80s it was less common to get it fixed and stuff like that, but uh, nowadays most art- I think most artists does like correct their voices and all that stuff so anyways they uh, are gonna do that and they're gonna go change and do a whole performance for um, for Cliff and Claire and so they cut so we cut to later on and um, Rudy uh, calls them and be like we I have to do an introduction for them they can't just walk in so uh, she does a really great introduction and all of a sudden um, when, when they start coming down, you know, Cliff and Claire are like clapping and then they like stop. You hear the stopping, like, like I guess the audience were very quiet, which is great because we were like, they, they the clapping really stopped once they saw the outfits of the girls. Uh, Vanessa's wearing, um, how do I just, how do I describe it? Oh, I just played music by accident. Uh, uh, she's wearing... Um, uh, it's like a I don't know what you call it, a tube top. Like it's just um like a like a sports bra kinda. It's like um <laughs> lime green and then like a skirt. And then Karen and Janet are wearing like a leotard, but with like uh like Janet's wearing like um like a bra on top kinda. That's glued on it seems like and then um Kara looks like she's wearing like a glued on like Bane suit on top of her leotard and so Claire is just not happy with it like she's just just like no this is not happening and um so as I said they they go through the motions and you just see like (laughs) like at one point Cliff just looks the other way and just doesn't want to see this and they're just mad and Claire was like, "You are not dressing up like this in my house. I did not raise you like this. Um, you got and at, uh, and at one point, like Cliff is like, is my eyes sw- swole in areas that shouldn't be swole? And uh, Claire go- goes to Vanessa and grabs the tissue out of her uh, like bra because I guess she was trying to make it bigger. which' like, why would you do this at your own home? Like you could do this at a performance like with strangers, but you' like at your home in front of your parents, nah. No. And so yes, yeah, so she had tissues in her bra, and um, she Claire tells them to all change because this is not happening in her house, and so uh, they leave. And Claire was like, like we did a mistake on raising them. Like it's like, like why are they being like this? Um, so she just she she she, just, she ends up going on a rant, like a major rant, and so. Uh, we we cut to now later in the evening and Russell is back from his trip and, uh, you know, he gets his mail and (laughs) Cliff is like, you got to open this mail now, this letter, open it now. And so, uh, but Russell's like, it's like nothing. It's like really nothing. But anyways, he opens it and he's like, oh my God, I want a toaster, a free toaster. And (laughs) you see Cliff's eyes. He's like, Oh. Because he really thought, you know, Russell could have won $1 trillion dollars, mil- truly million, billion dollars. And unfortunately, he only got a toaster. And Russell was like, You can come over to my house anytime to toast some bread. I was just like, That is so funny. I just, I don't know that. I'm sorry why I'm laughing, but it was just so funny to hear him say that. And so Ru- Cliff is like, Okay, whatever. So we cut to later. I think this is like later at night, and they're actually at the venue that uh, the girls did their singing lessons. And we get to see Miss Amanda Woods perform. Um, I I tried to set Shazam the song, couldn't find it. I I know it's it's. I think the song is called Emotion because she kept saying Emotion. Um, I was like, oh my God, is this like the sample for you know? Um, destiny's child's emotion you know which i actually at one point had memorized every lyric of that song and i just really went through that emotion with destiny's child but i don't know um but yeah so she sings a song called emotion and at one point she puts the mic to the girls of vanessa karen janet and they do they say emotion by the way i know i have a really bad voice (laughs) um so I feel like I've been singing a little bit a lot on this episode, so I apologize if I'm hurting your ears right now. And um, and then, yeah, we, um, it's a nice, beautiful, I think it was like two or three minutes of this song, um, who is this, is, this is sung by uh, the late, great Betty Carter, and uh, we end the episode right there. Um I, this is a memorable episode, especially the locomotion, the locomotion, um, I'm not, as I said, I'm not going to sing it to you guys, (laughs) but that, you know, that, that sticks in your head a lot, so I really like that this episode in general, um, uh, in terms of the whole, how the girls were dressed, I feel like nowadays, like, girls dress way worse than that, (laughs) at their age, um, I believe they're, um, 16 at this time, 16, 15, either of the two so yeah i feel like especially like nowadays in 2022 girls dress way worse than that and i'm not saying worse in terms like it's inappropriate but like this episode is really outdated in terms of now which is normal like as i said this episode was in the 80s so it's it makes sense but it's just funny to look at it being like oh like the girls um this is so inappropriate when it's probably more appropriate, especially with the uh, Karen Janet wearing a full on leotard, So they covered basically everything except that they had things on top. So that's just my opinion, but I hope you enjoyed this episode or, uh, listening to this podcast episode and watching the episode. Um, so some of the guest stars for this episode were uh, Earl Hyman as Russell Huxtable, uh, Betty Carter as Amanda Woods, uh, this was her only acting credit. She was a uh, American jazz singer. Um, unfortunately, she has passed away. Um, she passed away uh, September 26, nineteen ninety eight. Um, I don't know how she passed away, but uh, she passed away at the age of sixty nine. Um, she is best known for you know um, her unique uh, techniques uh, in terms of scatting and other. Complex of musical abilities, um, and uh, you know lyrics and melodies and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, and this was, as I said, this was her only acting credit. I'm not sure if the reason how she got in the episode was because of Bill Cosby, like if you know, because you know Bill Cosby, he really tried to incorporate a lot of jazz into the series because you know that was probably his favorite genre of music. Um, So I feel like that's what how she got into this episode. I'm not sure. And then, of course, we have uh, Elizabeth Nereza. I don't know if I'm saying that, her last name wrong, uh, who plays Kara. And then Pam uh, Patolo as uh, Janet Miser, I swear. I think I said that last name so many wrong ways. Um, And then uh, we had an MC that we heard a a voice from uh, who uh, is played by Nathaniel Rich. And yeah, and that's the episode right there. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, the next episode will be a different world, season two, episode nine. All fail. Uh, all's fair. I was thinking of all f- fair in love and war. Not sure if I can't remember if that's what the whole episode is about. But we'll get to it uh, on the next episode. Talk to you on the next one. Bye, y'all.